I'm super excited to come on with you all tonight um, and share some reflections on my six-figure month. Um, you know, it's I, I, I may have shared this before. Hey, Akima. Um, I may have shared this before, but it was probably maybe uh, two years ago, I had said a prayer and asked for God to increase my comfort in talking publicly about money um, because I have done so much money mindset work that a part of that work was being proximate to seeing other people like accomplishing these money milestones that in my head, like my head was thinking about, but like, like I, I was struggling to conceptualize for myself. And I was struggling with some belief issues of like, was it, is it possible for me? Could I do that? Could I make it happen? And so I share that because, you know, the intentionality of when I'm publicly speaking about money, it comes from the belief that, you know, first off, you can't change what you don't talk about. Secondly, one of the ways oppression works is it will, it will suppress examples of success, of victory. So that way we normalize struggle, right? So like struggle becomes normalized when you don't see examples of victory, right? And the way oppression works is it will suppress those examples. It will try to keep them hidden. So, you know, that's one of the, my kind of qualms about, you know, the way we talk about entrepreneurship and the fact that oftentimes the examples that we lift up are, are white men that, even for me early on in my entrepreneurship journey, I struggled so much with the word because that's one of the ways oppression shows up is it doesn't lift up examples of Black women as entrepreneurs. It suppresses the examples of Black women. It suppresses the stories of the historical stories of entrepreneurship within our community um, because if those stories were to be elevated, they would create belief and oppression would be threatened. It would compromise, you know, the, the cycle of oppression and, and it being able to continue. And so I say that of, you know, that's, I'm really intentional about sharing my money wins because A, I believe Black women deserve to flex because um, there's a lot of people flexing with, with fluff. I don't flex with fluff. Um, that's why I show screenshots of like, let me share a receipt to be really clear. This is revenue, cash in hand. We're not talking about sales because sales is money promised. It's not always money in hand. Not saying that, you know, there's not making any judgments on one or the other, but um, you need to be clear on your numbers. And some people are leading with sales when sales are money that's promised. It's not actually money in the account. Um, and so... I say all that to say is that I wanted to come on tonight to be able to share a couple of reflections and also share a few more details about Six Figure Educator Live, which is my three-day event that's happening in Atlanta, Georgia, ATL. Uh, it's happening September 23rd and 25th. Y'all, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, as 
the days go on, I get like little more and more um, pieces of affirmation of how beautiful and transformative this event is going to be. And part of why I get so excited about it. So little side note. um, So I had a branding photo shoot a week or two ago. And um, during the branding photo shoot, there was like a group um, picture. And so I invited some of our clients that are in Atlanta um, to be a part of the group photo um, because it was, you know, kind of, oh, I see Dr. HM is here, who was there with us that day. Uh, and um, we, they were there to, so that way we could take like this teaching photo. And y'all, it was only five of them in the room. And when I tell you the energy shifted as soon as they got there, like it just shifted in such a powerful way that it's hard for me to really put into words. And it was like this this feeling and energy of like Black women intentionally going after their next level. And so like, the conversations that were being had, the questions that were being asked, the wisdom that was being shared, the affirmations that were being poured into each other. Like, I was like, it's only five people. <laughs> like, in this, there's only five people here. Imagine what's going to happen when we get all together at Six Figure Educator Live. Because our we're shooting for way more than five people. We're going to have a whole ballroom at a hotel. And so... It, it is going to be a we, it squad goals, like we pull it up. Um, and I'm just so excited about what's going to happen because I believe, I believe that this is going to be the breakthrough that so many educators need in order to do the work in their business. Because here's, I'm, I'm going to talk about my six-figure month reflections here in a second, but like this is what's coming up for me um, is... I've done my program, Get Launch Consulting, for the past two years. We've worked with over 300 educators through my program. And we teach you from soup to nuts how to grow your education consulting business. And here is what I knew from my own journey, and it is confirmed 300 times over, that I can give you all the tools to build your business But if your mindset is raggedy, you will self-sabotage. You will get in your own way. You will undercharge and continue to overwork. You will be tired in your business. You will build an invisible ceiling that will keep you from whether it's a six-figure year, a six-figure quarter, or a six-figure month. Low-key, the six-figure year feels hard right now. And I, I'm speaking this from a place of like, I've been there. I know what it feels like. It feels hard because of some of our mindsets and beliefs around money and the fact that we're scared to charge a certain amount. So we're charging $50 for a consult. We're charging $100 per hour. That's why six figures feel, feels hard because there's still mindset work left to do. And we've been able to do some amazing things through our program with our clients. And with it's all been like virtual. 
So I'm like, I can only imagine what is going to happen when we get in the room together. When you are sitting next to someone who is envisioning the same level of abundance that you are, not the person who's complaining, talking about, I don't understand why these kids do this. They don't kind of school with no paper, no pencil. That's not who you're going to be sitting next to at this event. You are going to be surrounded by people who are thinking about abundance and they're trying to figure out the roadblocks. There are the, the roadblocks. There are roadblocks of, of things that are standing in your way, but the building blocks of how to do it. And so I'm so excited about this because um, as I'm working with my clients, there are moments where I just like want to shake people. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe this more than you can. Like, I can't make you do this. But like, child, like you holding yourself back. I need you to leap. I need you to go for it. I need you to do And as soon as you get on the other side, you're going to start running, but you are standing in your way because you're scared of, well, what if people think I'm too salesy? You're scared of what if people are going to think? You're afraid of failing or you're, you're trying to be perfect. So you're wasting all your time on these details that don't really matter. Meanwhile, someone is out there mediocre, making more money than you. So I say all that to say, that's my little like, <laughs> like sidebar rant of why I'm so excited for this event. Because for me, it's about, it's about the shift, the pivot, and the breakthrough that's going to come when we all get in the room. Um, so... I wanted to come on and share just a couple of reflections um, from the news that I shared yesterday. April was my six-figure month for me, which it's 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 so exciting, so exciting. And I wanted to share some reflections um, around how I got here, how we got here, me and my team. Um, and that's the first thing is that, you know, you can't hit a six-figure month without a team. And some people might say you can. I would ask those people how much sleep they're getting, how much they're paying themselves versus their expenses, what their profit margin is. I would ask them, do they eat lunch? I would ask them what time they get up in the morning. Like I would ask some intentional, like, tell me about your day questions, because if you are running a business that is bringing in six figures a month and you don't have a team, you are probably tired, exhausted, and running yourself ragged. Like, I can be exhausted at a nine to five. I'm not going to be exhausted in my own business where I'm the boss. No, thank you. Um, So that's the first thing is that like, you need a team. And I think, you know, one of the things we'll talk more about at Six Figure Educator Live, we're going to talk about on day one, is really exploring your relationship with money because at every level in your business, you are going to have to continue to explore your money mindsets, your mind trash, your beliefs around money because it will be, there will be a new way in which money shows up. So in the early stage of your business, 
when you're looking towards hitting that six-figure year mark, a lot of your money mindset stuff is going to come up around pricing. When you get to the the six-figure month mark, you'll still probably be having some conversations around pricing, whether you're increasing your pricing, whether you're rolling on new offers. But now you're at this level where it's, it's, it's the money mindset part is around hiring, spending money for people. And so you can get in your own way by thinking you don't need to hire or I could keep doing this you know, on my own and not realizing the bottleneck that you are in your business. So let me make an analogy here since we're educators. Think of your business like a school. Like when you first start and you got a little baby business and even a baby business is powerful, okay? Like I want to be really clear, like when you're first starting, it's just you, you don't have a team yet. It's like, all right, this is like my planning year. My school ain't open yet. But I'm like recruiting. I'm I'm starting to think about curriculum. I'm starting to think about, you know, expectations, school handbook, rules and procedures. Like you are doing all the things because it's you. And then when you hit that six-figure mark, six-figure in a year, now it's like, all right, we're getting ready to open up the building to our first Ray level. We're getting ready to welcome kindergarten. So let me at least give me, and we're going to open up with 30 kids, one classroom. Let me at least get a teacher, right? So for many of us, most of us, it's going to be a VA, right? So I'm making this analogy. Like once you get past that mark, you have got to get some support of a VA. But then once you get to the the six-figure month part, now you have multiple grade levels. And some of you are still trying to run your entire school and teach K through three. And it's like, that's why you're tired. That's why you're capping your revenue. That's why some of the, the systems aren't as tight as they could be because you're spending your time on things that don't directly bring in, in revenue. So it was so interesting today. Um, I had a, I was in a group chat with um, some friends and we were talking about a conference that we're going to in a few weeks. And people were talking about like, did you book your hotel? Did you book your hotel? And I had shared what hotel I was staying at. And the other folks in the group were like, oh, we haven't booked it yet. And they were like, oh, well, get it, Erica. Like, you, you, you're on it. You booked your hotel. And I was like, girl, I turned over travel to my EA. <laughs> like, I, that is one of the things I had to give up because I can't be teacher and principal and front office secretary and custodian and cafeteria manager. I can't, I had to give it up, right? So I say that to say is that your money mindset work, your relationship with money will continue to show up at every level in your business as your business continues to grow and as your expenses, what you're spending money on is getting ready to diversify. You're going to start questioning, do I really have to spend money on that? And there are some things where the answer is yes, where you're thinking of it as an expense when actually you need to think of it as an investment and thinking about how much time will I be able to get back? How much more money will I be able to make if I bring this person on board? So... A team was a huge, huge part. And I want to name that, like, you know, we've grown to this, to this 
level of of a six figure month. It was so itch, y'all. This is so crazy. This is so crazy. Um, as I just think about my own journey, as I reflect on my own journey, I see people hitting the hearts, it, which is really great feedback for me. So if I share anything that that resonates with you, tap the heart on the bottom right side of your screen. If you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, then you can hit the heart or the like button just to give me some feedback of what resonates with you. But it was so crazy. I was thinking about this because a year ago, I was finishing up my doctoral program, getting ready to graduate. I was in school full time. And at the beginning of that year, so this would have been uh, August of 2020, I knew I wanted to go into my business full time and I was scared AF that I said a prayer of like, if this is what I'm supposed to do, make it clear, make it plain. Every time I say that prayer, prayer, let me tell you, this is real plain, okay? So don't be messing around and playing with that prayer because that prayer, it gets real plain as soon as I'm, I, I say that prayer. So it got real plain. And I told myself, all right, Erica, what I want to do, if, if this is what I want to do, I want to, you know, I'm scared AF. And I know this is what I want to do in my heart. I need my head to catch up and to get my head to catch up. I want to be making so much money in my business by the time I graduate that taking a job would cause me to lose money. Because in that scenario, like my, my brain can't argue with that. Where if I were to take a job with someone else, I would be losing money. So fast forward, like was was working in my business during the pandemic was, you know, building. And it was so interesting. I tell this story too, sometimes of, you know, I had a residency supervisor who um, was very misogynistic. He had some identity issues. I believe he had issues with women as well as educated Black women. So my experience was very um, toxic. It was very harmful. Um, and I remember the first time we had an interaction that felt very harmful. And when I say harmful, meaning it was rooted in power dynamics of like, you're talking at me as if like, I'm, I'm, you're not respecting who I am as a person and as an individual. And I mean, there were so many layers to it, but like the first time we had that type of interaction where all of his power issues were like laid out in the conversation. I remember leaving the conversation so angry because one thing about me, and I don't know if it's my Virgo energy, I don't know if it's something else, but if you question my competence, listen, that is bad news bears, okay? Like, if you want to push a button for me, question my competence. Minimize, try to minimize who I am. That presses a button because I will show up real quick and let you know who I am, right? And so I just remember being so angry during that first conversation. And that was, uh, I want to say it was like November 2020. Yeah, I think it was November. No, it might've been like September. We had a second interaction that was equally as harmful 
Again, rooted in power dynamics. You trying to talk at me. I was like, my own mama don't talk to me like that. Like, let me be really clear. Nobody in my life, not even my parents talked to me this way. Y'all, I regulated in in a very appropriate way, regulated. But I remember the second time it happened, I had made $10,000 that week in my business and my whole energy was shifted. Like I didn't feel this sense of anger anymore. Like there was still disappointment of like, I, for you to have gotten this far in your leadership journey and you have this problematic leadership issue for me is so incredibly disappointing. But like the level of like, the way that I was emotionally impacted by it had shifted. It was so different because of where I was in my business that same week I had made $10,000 in my business that I no longer felt dependent on that organization. I no longer felt like I needed them. There was this sense of like, it was a little, little you money, right? Where it was like, I ain't gotta be here. I ain't gotta be here. Like, it's so it's like, it's the, the, and, and I think this is the powerful piece of, of what, when I, when I talk about freedom in your business, is your business can actually shift power dynamics for you professionally. And that's the piece that I want every educator to feel because so many of us are going through harmful, toxic, like work nine to five situations because we are financially dependent on our jobs. Meaning if they were to let us go today, we would be SOL. So because of that, we keep our head down. We keep, you know, we keep putting up with, with the emotional, mental, spiritual abuse. We just, we just, we silence ourselves because of that. Like, well, I don't want to lose my job. So we put up with more than what we should have to because we're dependent on the check. But the moment your business start making, starts making your salary in your nine to five, it shifts the power dynamic. Where you realize, I don't have to do this. You still can, it's your choice, but now you have a choice, right? And you have the privilege of choice where now you can choose. You can choose, do I want to continue to put out with this? And you, you might, that doesn't mean you leave your job, but maybe say, you know, I'm going to have a conversation because that little voice in the back of my head that was like, well, what if I lose my job? It's like, I'm going to still be good. I'm going to be all right. So let me go ahead and have this conversation because this thing, we're not going to keep doing. And so that's the piece that like, I get really excited about. That's why I'm really passionate about this work is because of the freedom that can be intertwined with your business. So I say all that to say that for me, I was reflecting Because a year ago, as I was like really scared to go into my business full time, I said this prayer of like, if this is what I'm supposed to do, make it clear. I told my head, like, I I have this plan. I want to, by the time I graduate, be making more money in my business um, than a job would pay me. So if I took the job, it would cause me to lose money. I remember April of 2022, no, excuse me, 2021 was the same month I defended. And then I graduated the following month in May. I made $33,000 that month in my business. So that was a year ago. And I've been full-time in my business for a year. And for me, a lot of what I'm reflecting on is what is the the impact of betting on yourself and going full-time 
And then betting on yourself and hiring employees because it's a bet on yourself of, do I trust myself to hire the right person? Do I trust myself to train them appropriately? And do I trust myself to continue to make money to be able to fund their salary? Right. So for me, I was just thinking about like, man, these decisions that I've made scared have resulted in me 3xing the monthly revenue of my business. And I was, I did it scared. I did it scared. And so um, I share that for because I know there are folks who are like thinking through, oh, this is something I want to do full time. Can I do it full time? The answer is yes. You decide what that timeline is for you. Um, and, and this is the other thing too, when it comes to hiring, and this is, this is actually, and we'll talk about this at Six Figure Educator Live, because when you get to different stages of your business, I believe how you hire should shift. So when you are, your, your next money milestone is a six-figure year, you are hiring yourself. Like you're writing up the job description. You are trying to figure out where to post. You're reviewing resumes. I believe when, you, when your next money milestone is a six-figure quarter, I believe you should outsource hiring and hire an HR consultant. And that's actually what I did. And it gave me so much more confidence in the process because here's the thing. I mean, I'm a former principal. So hiring and interviewing was not new for me. I've done that before. And one, I didn't want to invest the time in it. I'd rather spend time making money in my business and pay someone else to like write the job description. I'll get feedback, post the, the, the job description, source the resumes, do the first round interview. And I just come in at the last phase. I'd either pay someone else to do that. Um, and it actually worked really well. <laughs> it worked really well. And so I say that to say for some of the people who are like thinking through fears of how do I find my first employee? Well, your first employee you need to be thinking about when you're getting on the milestone, your next milestone is a six-figure quarter. I actually recommend you outsource it to an HR consultant to do the process for you. And it actually like brings down some of the anxiety because you're working with a trusted professional and expertise. And actually, uh, Kamon, who I don't know if she's still in here, um, but she is who I worked with to hire, to find and hire my executive assistant, um, was my first employee. Um, and let me tell you, my executive assistant, Sammy, I don't know what I would do without her. Oh, uh, I love her. I love her so much. Oh my God. When I tell you, she keeps me in line and keeps me together. Sammy is my everything. She is my everything. She is perfect for me and my business. And I will do everything in my power to treat her like we married. Because I'm like, girl, what you want, what you need, I'm going to take care of you, okay? Happy EA, happy life, okay? I'm going to take care of you, what you need. So, um, so yeah. So the other reflection too, as I was thinking about, um, it actually, side note there, um, you don't get to a six-figure month without a team. I gave my team bonuses because for me, and I just felt appropriate of like, we did this together. So much of the behind the scenes, the process, 
I mean, there's so many things that made this possible and they didn't happen like just within that month. It was a constant like, you know, uh, I think Jim Collins uh, in Good to Great talks about the flywheel effect where, you know, it's like each turn of the flywheel gives a little bit more more momentum till you get to a point where now the momentum is just smooth and it's going, but it takes one ounce of like, effort each time that builds a little bit more momentum, but then it's going it, to it's gonna compound and then you're going to start going. Like we've been building like over, I've had a team for two years now. We've, we've been building and our flywheel that took off last month. And so um, the, second, the second reflection that I wanted to share too, which I get really excited about as, as educators, because this is what we do, is I was not surprised by the six-figure month. So to clarify, um, so great question. I'm saying EA, which stands for executive assistant. VA stands for virtual assistant. So typically a virtual assistant is not an employee. They're a contractor um, and they can do a variety of different tasks. So you could have a tech VA, you could have a social media VA, you can have an admin-only VA. There's lots of different specializations that EAs have. You could have a general, um, excuse me, you could have, there's lots of specializations that a VA could have, a virtual assistant. Um, you could have a general VA virtual assistant. I have an executive assistant. An executive assistant is typically an employee and they focus heavily on admin. So they're not tech, they're not social media. They are administrative tasks. So she manages my calendar. Um, she uh, communicates. She does our, our customer service inbox. Um, so she does my travel. She she does admin stuff. So just to, to clarify that is a VA is a contractor. They are not an employee typically. And then an EA uh, is admin and they are an employee. Absolutely. Great question. So... Um, so the other piece of this is strategic planning. Um, and so I was not surprised by the six-figure month because of the level of strategic planning that I do. Um, and this is, you know, anyone who says entrepreneurship is risky and the, their reasoning behind that is they say is the unpredictability behind it, I disagree with. Because... To me, and I know this is an over oversimplification of it, I believe you have a plan and you work your plan. So either your plan was faulty or you didn't work your plan. One of the two. And the more you, you keep going in your business, the more data that you will have to inform the type of plan that you should have that the the margin of error in terms of how faulty your plan will be is going to continue to minimize over time, then now it's just a matter of, of working the plan. So I had actually projected that we were going to do 80K for April and we hit 80K at week three and I knew week two that we were going to hit 80K. So me and my team did a couple of things and put in place during week three and four to be able to push us over to the 100K mark. So I'd say that to say that like 
to me, that is the power of strategic planning. And I'll just give you a couple of tips of when I say strategic planning, what I mean by that. So I'll just kind of walk you through and talk you through my strategic planning process, which actually this was the process that I followed as a principal. Like this is how I would, I would approach my strategic planning in terms of um, steps. Uh, it's, it's very similar. So the first thing that I think about is, all right, what are my, what are, what's my revenue goal for the year? And what are three to five priorities for the year? No more than five, because you can't do more than five. Five is not realistic. Um, give me a second. I got to adjust my little, my little leg in my computer. Okay. Um, so no more than five because five after you get to five, it's just too much. And then once you have those three to five priorities, then I scope out what do those three to five priorities as well as my revenue goal look like by quarter? So for example, um, one of our priorities is institutionalizing our systems and processes. So for example, my goal is that I love my EA Sammy. And if she were to have to go out for a month, we should still be able to move like clockwork. Should nothing change. But that means we have to document procedures. We, we need to, things can't live in our heads. We have to have SOPs, which stands for standard operating procedures. If we get a client email about our refund policy, if an invoice is late, if how to send an invoice, if someone sends an email inquiring about a PD for me, like all of those processes can't live in my head. They can't live in Sammy's head. They have to live on paper. So that way at any moment, anybody can step in. So what that looks like for me when I backed it up by quarter is that at the end of every quarter, we were going to do a, a policy and procedures audit where basically we would go through what are the policies and procedures that we currently have documented? What needs to be updated? What are the policies and procedures that we've used most frequently this uh, quarter, but they haven't been updated? Who's going to create the SOP? It's like, that's one example of how I backed it up by quarter. A second priority that I had this year was live events. And so I backed it up by quarter. Quarter one, we did a live event, which was our virtual conference. And then quarter three, we're doing a live event, which is Six Figure Educator Live. Um, so once I then get to those, that level of like by the quarter, my three to five priorities, as well as what's my revenue goal by, by quarter, then at the beginning of each quarter is what I break it down by month. So at the beginning of each quarter, I go through and I say, all right, what's happening month by month in terms of these priorities? what's happening in terms of revenue month by month. Um, what do I need to prioritize? What do I need to put on my calendar? And then once I'm in the actual month, I'm breaking it down week by week. And so that's like at a super high level, like how I prioritize. But if you have a particular revenue goal, then you have to be clear on, all right, if my revenue goal is going to be 10K, Where's the 10K coming from? What are the services that I offer? What's the price point? And then how many at each price point do I need to be converting for this month? 
And what is that average to by week? And then what are you going to do each week in order to convert? So like, obviously that's an oversimplification of it, but part of the reason why so many people are struggling is because they're out there just winging stuff. Like in the air, they don't have a plan. They don't have um, any type of like strategy. They're just winging it. When that's the equivalent of you stepping into your classroom without a lesson plan. So that was the the other piece of just um, what I felt like was, you know, kind of, again, the flywheel effect of the impact of just strategic planning of like being really clear with what are we, what are we planning, what needs to happen and how do we monitor that every week? Um, that, that was another huge part. So those are just for a few reflections from, from, my six-figure month. If you all have questions, feel free to drop those into the chat. Happy to answer those. Um, but for September, when we have Six Figure Educator Live, this is the perfect time, the perfect experience of whether your goal is six-figure year, a six-figure quarter, or a six-figure month. Like We are going to meet you where you are and give you the tools that you need in order to get to that next phase. And so I'm really excited about this. Like, and part of, I think part of why I'm excited about this too is because I haven't seen this level of clarity for educators in the marketplace. Um, a lot of folks who are, provide some type of business development services, um, they're not talking about six-figure quarters. They're not talking about six-figure months. Um, and a six-figure year is important, but that's a milestone. That's not the goal. My goal for everybody is to be a seven-figure business. We all know, I mean, but some of us, mindset-wise, we got to start with the first milestone. So I'm excited to have that opportunity. So um, I believe we shared this information today, but just wanted to, to voice over it during our time tonight, um, is that we're going to have... So on May 30th is going to be the first day we're opening up registration for Six Figure Educator Live. Again, it's a three-day event in Atlanta. The dates are September 23rd through 25th. And it's for educators from marginalized communities who are ready to go to the next level in their business. Again, whether that's a six-figure year, six-figure quarter, six-figure month, we're going to give you the tools to help you get there. We're going to talk about defining the problem in your business, packaging your offers, your marketing strategy. We're going to talk about your systems, um, so we're, we're going to take you soup to nuts through that. And there will be two ticket types. So there will be a general admissions and then there's a VIP ticket. So general admissions is going to get you access to all the three days. So you're going to get all the content because I'm a teacher. You're going to get a cute little workbook. You're going to get an action plan template that will walk you through. We're going to give you, you're going to get the content with the general, general admissions. You're going to have access to the three days. You'll also have the opportunity to bring a friend. And so you'll have, a, you'll receive more information about this when you register, um, but you'll have the opportunity if you want to bring a friend. We have a special bring a friend rate. Um, you'll have the opportunity to bring a friend, whether that's a business partner, whether it's like, I want my homegirl there with me because she need to do this too, or, or my homeboy, or just a friend, like, you have the opportunity, you know, for support and accountability if you want to bring a plus one. Um, we have a special bring a friend rate. Um, 
you're also going to have the opportunity to be able to network with other folks in the room. Um, no, you do not have to have taken previous courses first. That's a great question. Nope. Nope. Um, we all, you, nope. The answer to that is no. <laughs> and for my, for my folks who have taken my previous courses before, I'm still excited. I don't believe you're going to have any less of a transformation as anybody else. I think this is going to be equally as powerful for you um, because we're going to go a little bit deeper. You're going to be in the room with other people. You're going to have time with me and my team to strategize, to plan, to put things in action. So to answer your question, uh, the answer is no, you do not need to have taken any of my previous courses first. That's a great question. Um, So... Um, you will get the three days of content. The other two pieces that I'm really excited about is we're going to have a pre-event intention call. So here's the thing, y'all. I love us. I absolutely love us. And educators have some of the most raggedy mindsets. I know because we are in community. I am you. We are each other. Like, I've been there. I, I, I understand. I get it. I'm not judging. I am having a pre-intention, a pre-event intention call to help us get our mind right to be in the room for three days. Because let me tell you what I know someone is going to try and do, and I'm going to tell you not to do it, and someone is still going to try and do it. We have arranged for a hotel block at our venue. So we are going to be at the Lowe's Hotel in Atlanta, which is in Midtown. I've stayed there before. Y'all know I wouldn't put us anywhere that I haven't stayed. And you know how I feel about hotels and where I stay. It's a really nice hotel. They have given us a really great rate. And I'm going to tell you the rate now. It's $1.99 a night. If you go onto their website, you will see four or $500 a night. They're giving us a rate of $1.99 a night. It's a limited amount of rooms. So you need a book ASAP, like as soon as you register. But let me tell you what someone's going to try to do. Someone is going to try and find a cheaper room and try and stay there. Even though I'm going to tell you that it is in your best interest and it is an abundance decision to stay at the venue so that way you could just come downstairs in the morning for three days. But somebody is going to try and stay at a cheaper hotel and they're not going to realize that they they booked a hotel in Buckhead, which is North Atlanta, which looks like it's 20 minutes away. But then when you are on your way to our event that's going to start at 9 a.m. and you are caught in Atlanta traffic, you're going to end up an hour late. And now your energy is going to be off balance, nervous and anxious because... You're, you're, you're rushing, you were in traffic, you're thinking about what am I missing and all that stuff. Stay at the venue. <laughs> Stay at the venue. Make it easy for yourself. Stay at the venue. Okay? Do not try and take an Uber. Do not try and take a Marta. Stay at the venue. I promise you, you will not regret it. Okay? I'm going to be on this rant for a little bit because I know, I know how we do as educators because we've been conditioned to go to conferences and turn around and come back the same day to save a night in a hotel. I know how we do. 
I'm trying to save us from that. So stay at the, the hotel, at the venue. And our pre-intention call is going to help you set the intentions for that event. Even if you stay in Atlanta, I still want you to stay at the venue. Because the way your mindset is going to evolve over three days, some of you might break that transformation by simply going home. I'm going to just put it there. Give us three days. Make whatever arrangements you need to make with, with your family, your partner, your whomever. So you can be present for the three days and take in the full experience. So that pre-intention call is really going to allow us to set the space, set the tone, set your mindset for what's to come during those three days together. The other thing that I'm really excited about, y'all, I'm not going to show up by myself. I'm bringing my squad. So you all probably know because I've posted it before. But if you don't know, I have two program coaches who are amazing and phenomenal. Latrice Lyles, who is an alum of our program. She has been running her business for two years. She has hit the milestones of a five-figure launch for five-figure months. She is now full-time in her business. So she's hit so many milestones. She has so much wisdom to offer. And then Erica Harrell, who's our second program coach, she is, she has hit very similar milestones, has so much wisdom to offer. Um, they're going to be with me. And so with the general admissions ticket, you're going to get a laser coaching session with either Latrice or Erica. And so um, super excited about that. That's what comes with general admission. VIP is everything I just named plus we are doing a VIP lunch on day one and day two. So that is Friday and Saturday. That VIP lunch is going to be a private Q&A session with me. So if you're like, well, do I get one-on-one -on -one time with Erica? Well, I'm not going to be on the stage the whole time. I'm a teacher, so I'm going to be all up in everybody's business. Like, what you working on? Tell me what you're thinking. What's your aha? What questions do you have? I'm going to be all up in everybody's business. And we'll have a more private, intimate setting during these VIP lunches and we're providing lunch. That comes with the VIP ticket. You'll have VIP seating. We're going to be in a blow room. We're going to reserve. I'm one of those. I'm like, let me get up front because I need to be able to see. I need to be able to catch all the gems. We're going to reserve some VIP seating for those who purchase VIP tickets. And then we're also going to have a little bonus VIP gift. And so that's that'll be um, a, a really nice perk. So those are the two tickets that we're offering. May 30th at 8 a.m. is when we are opening up registration. And let me just share this little last tidbit. We are doing a 72-hour flash sale for super early bird tickets. That means this is the lowest possible investment that you will be able to join Six Figure Educator Live. This will be the lowest possible investment. We are running it for 72 hours. So that is Monday, the 30th of May. That is Tuesday, May 31st. And then Wednesday, June 1st, those three days. Super early bird is on sale. After those three days, it's just early bird pricing, which the price goes up. If you are on my email list, you are going to get an exclusive to the first 24 hours. So you all will receive registration information on that Monday, May 30th. If you are not on my email list, 
You won't receive that information until you see it publicly on my social media or whatever, which we'll share on the 31st, that Tuesday. So if you are not on my email list, click the link in my bio. If you're on Facebook, you can click the link in this post to join the waitlist for Six Figure Educator. That will ensure that you get registration information on May 30th. So that way you can claim your super early bird ticket. We are only releasing 20 tickets, only releasing 20 super early bird. After June 1st at midnight, the price switches to early bird, which is an increased price. So I I don't want nobody saying I didn't know. Put it out there now. I'm putting it out there now. So join the wait list so that way you can get that information. Y'all, if you can't tell, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about this. Um, Keep looking out for posts for me as I'll be sharing more information about the event. We're partnering with an amazing event planner that is a Black woman-owned business. She's amazing and phenomenal and has done amazing events. So it's going to be a good, good time. All right, I'm going to go to dinner because I haven't eaten yet. haven't eaten dinner. Um, but um, I look forward to to having y'all at Six Figure Educator, having you on the wait list, having you join us. Um, and if you got other questions, just DM me or comment on this post and I'll answer those for you. All right, you all have a great evening and I'll chat soon. Bye.